strength It's a sword of power Sword of power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super, you take one boy and you stack them. That's how you get a boy stack. Can't you put a cloak on that boy and put him into a fight? Welcome back to the show. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ballin' Super. Super. Super duper. I'm your host, Katie Rose Leon, and the bottomless wonder himself, Winnie the Pooh mode, Alex Patak. What's up, everybody? I'm finishing a brownie, so like it's almost done, but you guys won't have to worry about this because I know this is a big thing for a lot of you that I don't eat it. But anyway, thank welcome back to the show. <laughs> Such a fucking bitch sometimes. You I'm almost that? done. You're my favorite person and you make me insane. And then everybody. We were talking so long before we hit record. I had to do stuff then. <laughs> I, I and I was late because I just got out of the shower. You <laughs> showed me your throat over the camera like I'm a fucking like one of those doctors in the app phone. You I couldn't have a, throw a brownie I have a canker on top sore of that? my tonsil because I won't stop slurping coffee. Lawson, I'm sorry to cut you off. How are you, Lawson? <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm good. I have a uh, half-eaten lasagna in front of me. Mm. Maron, uh, now that's a podcast time. food. Breakfast time is 2.45 p.m. while I'm watching the episodes. <laughs> I actually, I respect that. I usually, I I have my bisexual uh, beverage buffet right now, which is I have water, I have juice, I have a cup of coffee that's now gone cold, and a Coca-Cola. So we are. Oh, it's the wow. B-cubed? That's the yeah, B-third? Well, Both well, gender. Bisexual beverage buffet? Bisexual beverage buffet is when B-sorry. you have three mixed drinks or more. In a uh, space. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Looking at Katie's camera right now, it is purple. It is blue. There are shades of red. I wish. That's how I would light myself for Giant Bomb when I was still doing that because I was like, I got to distract from a the holler. fact that I live in squalor. All right, back to Lawson's food. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Lasagna not? for breakfast, sneaking right <laughs> in past the sensors. <laughs> It's breakfast and that it's the first thing I've eaten today, although it is the afternoon when I'm eating it. So to be fair, I, I have guess. straight up eaten raviolis for breakfast at breakfast time. None <laughs> of these are breakfast foods. Enjoy no, a banana. Yeah. No, they're not. They're Enjoy not. a guess banana. What? Bitch. You can eat whatever Listen you to want. Me. My throat is ruined because I pour acid in it day and night. How's your girt doing, Alex? It's not good. <laughs> I yeah, it, but does it in my throat? But does it define you? But it does not define me, and okay, it I, never will. I'm gonna put this out there. It's starting to define you a little bit. Seeing no. as it's 
it's the wow, first Katie. thing. Maybe last year. It's the first thing you brought up to me when I dropped off. <laughs> Okay. Alex's is so 2021. It hurts okay, to I'm have sorry. a hole in your throat. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Head like a hole, more like. Head like a hole. Like a hole. I more like mercy. Too many acidic foods. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the vibe. <laughs> I'd rather die than stop eating acidic foods. <laughs> I, mean, I choose that's, death. That's me like. I definitely have some sort of gluten thing because my my grandmother had the whatever the fuck you call it uh, allergies. Yeah, there's a, there was a, a, a gluten related disease, celiac. She had celiac. celiac. So, um, yeah. but I'm just like, like I think I'd rather behead myself than give up carbs and cheese. Thank so. you. <laughs> See, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I. It simply would not be worth living. It would be better to suffer the thousand slings and arrows. I have so little joy in this world, and then you're going to take away food from me? Like, fuck all the way off. I refuse to negotiate with terrorists, even if If, they're the organs of my own body. Or my doctor. If I wake up in a dream world tomorrow where, like, healthcare is universal and I have like a place to live and capitalism fallen and politicians got off Twitter, then yes, you know what? I'll go take care of my health. But until then I'm going to yeah. fucking get blackout drunk and eat some cheese. So fuck you. Yeah, if I'm a one percenter with a personal trainer and, uh, and, uh, and I have to like be somewhere every day at a certain time. Sure. Be sure. <laughs> sure. But otherwise, no. Yeah. <laughs> I get to be, I get to have this. <laughs> Anyway, this whole mess. Hashtag self uncare. (laughs) We're collectively talking like a podcast that started celebrating St. Patrick's Day two weeks early. Hello. Which is who we are. (laughs) (laughs) But who would do such a thing, Alex? (laughs) Katie Rose Leon accidentally. (laughs) So, Katie, you went to uh, St. Patrick's Day parade last weekend. Uh, You did tell us, but I, I didn't absorb it. Was it in Staten Island? Like I'm assuming it was. No, but close. It was in Far Rockaway, the oh. Irish Riviera of the, the Staten East. Island of Queens. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the Emerald Isle is a Brooklyn. Oh my God! But like, <laughs> yes, though, lost. It is. It is. I've been to both places. I know. Yeah, it really is. Oh my God, that is so fucking funny. Yes, I, I grew up amongst the boroughs. I, uh, the ice cold beaches. I don't do. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day, but the thing is, sometimes the positive and 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 the pros and cons of polyamory are vast. But one thing that the cons <laughs> that they don't tell you about is that multiple relationships mean multiple relationship obligations, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you find yourself at a St. Yeah. Patrick's Day parade two weeks early and far rock away. Just feeling like the prettiest Jew in all of New York. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah. And Katie, what you're living is the lived Irish experience, where instead <laughs> of your four boyfriends you're choosing between, it's your seven children who pull pull you hither and yon to different events mm-hmm. across the borough. And they're covered <laughs> in seven different types of dirt. And everyone's <laughs> trying to steal their gold. But I feel uh, like the pros and cons of polyamory vast. That should be the opening line of a new shonen anime said by a Japanese man oh, in a yeah. very deep like, voice. It's like, it's, it's like the Yu-Gi-Oh theme, except it's yeah. like, 
the pros and cons of polyamory are fast and fast. then <laughs> large and fast. Five thousand years ago, <laughs> I was horny as all hell. Thirty enter, they all leave. It is the polycule, my polycule academia. <laughs> my polycule academia. Do yeah. do. <laughs> This is a shot of space for some reason while this guy's talking about. <laughs> so how was the event? My what? polyamory academia. Hashtag unicorn Zeta. <laughs> <laughs> Blood of the all third partner. All sexy 20-somethings want to die, but they're also all in love with the same robot driver. But they're free it starts to- kind of slow, but season two is really good. Yeah, they really <laughs> find their voice. The writers really find the characters in season two. Uh, they stop focusing less on the war, more on the interpersonal dynamics between everybody and how they juggle Thanksgiving <laughs> in Neo Tokyo. Anyway, Alex, what are you, I'm done. I'm as a reporter. It is my responsibility to ask for more details from this parade. Were there bagpipes? Oh, were there bagpipes? Uh, it was mm. mostly bagged pipes. Uh, because what I do like about a smaller town parade is it, it is funny what does and doesn't get represented. So there was a ton of bagged pipes. And then they had like literally 13 different types of ambulances because they had one for like each local volunteer operation. So it's like Howard Beach fucking ambulance and then the weird one they drive on the sand when someone has a heart attack and then this that's also irish tradition (laughs) to have that many ambulances yeah you know in case the english show up yeah fuck the english that is like one dirty tans did anybody show up wearing tan oh boy because it's a mistake that could happen very easily no one did I that is one thing I feel bad for the next generation. The only good thing about like Irish America bullshit is there was a time period in the 90s that if you did go to an old Irish bar to like pick up money from, you know, whoever, um there would be just like old men telling you about the IRA and shit. Mm, <laughs> the stories. Mm. Tales of yesteryear. I worry yeah, yeah. the youth will lose the stories. I just, you know, I made a assessment. I was there because I'm a really good girlfriend. Mm. So I decided to do the responsible thing and start double fisting White Claws immediately. And that seemed to mm-hmm. make it very easy to be there. Like as white as the mists of Dublin. Yeah. Just are, every are the claws. Every yeah, time I'm trying you see to like cop- Irishify White Claw because it's not really, oh. it doesn't really fit with the theme of well, the event. Feel- yeah, well, you could, you know, like I feel like White Claw could be slang for the white waves that wash your lover ashore wearing that knit sweater so you can identify his body. Yes. Mm. Oh, that terrible claw. Mm. <laughs> the claw that took it all took, of our- took away Seamus. <laughs> I just told everyone my name only partially i'm just like yes my name is Catherine rose that's irish that sounds very irish Catherine yeah. rose yeah, yeah you're missing the was. leon yeah well they don't need to know about ellis island bitch yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> hush hush i've been really uh exploring ellis island uh in my mind palace recently because why 
Well, because I think it would be a fun job to have to get to change people's names willy-nilly. <laughs> I mean, it was yeah. very willy-nilly. There's yeah. no job now where you're just like, do you cut the line? You're the balls now. <laughs> Good luck finding a first name that matches balls. Yeah, I, I always wonder about the Eastern Jew- European Jew family that really pissed off that guy and they got stuck with Wiener. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. that sucks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Don't cut the line. That's all you know. What? Just <laughs> that's what you learn. I like also, you. You're the crush fields. They act like the bureaucracy of government is better, better, well run now. But I can tell you, as someone who's been dealing with New York State bullshit for three months now it is they might as well have just been like we'll give you benefits if you change your name to clown face katie and i'd be like great <laughs> that's fine i'll do it i'll change I'll it to it. whatever <laughs> I'll, I'll celebrate saint patrick's day weeks early i don't care oh my god i am so cool you guys have no idea what a big deal it was for me to agree to go i'm very I proud hate, of you and you made saint great patrick's strides. day <laughs> Incredible strides. Yeah. Thank you, Uh, fellas. Yeah. Well, I didn't at all write down when we started recording, but uh, I do feel like I must ask this question, and that is, what the fuck is up? Well, you got mine. Lawson, what the fuck is up? Katie is exempted. (laughs) What the fuck is up? I mean, well, I got back on MTG Arena. Oh. And oh, I thought you were streaming that. I was streaming that with my boy Alex Fleming. Uh, Did you beat him? But here's the thing: I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> mm. You're I'm correct gonna keep to playing it. it on stream, but I don't think I actually enjoy this game anymore. It's passed me by. I I don't I don't like not having lands. It's bullshit. <laughs> Wait, it's a game of lands? yesteryear, Lawson. No, it's just... What's that, else? It's the game of yesteryear. The time yeah, has like, come for a trading card game without lands. Yeah, and by that, well, I mean the hit Riot Games production, Legends of Terra, available so, now on all mobile devices. <laughs> you know what, Alex? You know what, Alex? This weekend, let's 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 play Alex. I no, was waiting no, for the happen. call. No, sitting no. by you my phone all weekend. touch that game until they start... Paying Alex for the hours of fucking free advertisement they've gotten on this show. I'm so. Okay, can we get them to sponsor us? <laughs> yes. My wife was. She had her minute- ball gown on. She was ready to go out. I said, I can't. I have to stay by the phone. <laughs> Austin's going to call. He's going to want to stream. Yeah. Well, I guess we. I guess we should stream. Even though I don't, don't know what I'm doing at all. But, but yeah, isn't learning way. what Rune Terra is all about, Lawson? I mean, you tell me, Alex. <laughs> isn't it streaming? about the runes you catch along the way? Is yeah. streaming enjoyable? Is it a fun thing? Oh, I don't like it if at I'm all. In if I'm in the mood. Yeah. I, I only do it when I'm in the mood. I'm starting to feel very old because I was like, I don't, I have a little bit of hard time understanding the thought process behind streaming i get it if you're financially successful at it oh but yeah well at that point. but i don't i don't get like because <laughs> pe- there's like thousands of people that just do it for like four people all the right. time it's 99 yeah. percent of twitch yeah 
Yeah. Why? Yeah. Can you guys explain <laughs> it to me? Um, I mean, it's like, I'm going to do this thing anyway. So, like, why not? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> I was going to do this anyway, so why not? Lawson is, is it- cutting into the core of the of the idea, which is that it's people looking to monetize their hobby in order for it to become yeah. their job. There are people who are just on there for the love of the game and for uh-huh. playing publicly, and oh. they are the most wonderful, lonely people you ever did meet. That I <laughs> that I I totally get. Why would you monetize your hobby? So that you make big cash. Because you need the then, money. But then <laughs> your hobby it. is your jobby. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's like what people want though. That's good. That's they I think that's good. You yeah. see, Katie, you're just too wise from your <laughs> learned and lived experiences to know that you can't enjoy something when it's your jobby. But yeah. many of us are just looking to toil away at our preferred professions. Okay. Many of us are just looking to monetize I every mean, aspect of our entire life. You lives. learn nothing I at the St. Patrick's up. Day parade in Far Rockaway. <laughs> I oh my god, there was there was a lot of stars out that day. Let me tell you. I mean, some. Uh, I did. PewDiePie I, is here. I did get to eat a big sandwich. <laughs> Yeah, what kind? I don't like know. You know when there's, you know when there's a big sandwich, it's oh, long? like a like a like a like, long one or like a like a thick one. A long one, a long, oh, a long sandwich. One. Uh, like you a party a piece, submarine. You're yeah, saying? You, yeah, yeah. You take a piece of the big sandwich. Do you know how like, long it's been since I've seen one of those motherfucks? Oh, yeah, you need same. to hang out with Italians more, my friend. <laughs> I am oh, fuck. Let's give my left leg. Making. Yeah. Although, I haven't you know seen what? Italians since I used to play baseball with them in the, in the late nineties. Oh, well, I'm some sorry. Good news. This is this is an important distinction, though, and I think this is why I haven't been around party submarines. I like it when my sandwiches are hot. Uh, I like um, them to be hot. And guess what? Okay. You have a twenty foot long no, sub. You can't no keep hot. it hot. No, you can't. You'd need a twenty foot long oven. I'm learning a lot about you. I mean, in general, hot sandwiches. Greater than cold sandwiches. Hot sandwiches, you rock. No? I like both equally. Okay. Cut her, Mike. You can't melt the cheese, though. <laughs> Get her out right. of here. Right. Well, because I like cold yeah. cheese. I like, I like, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Once again, I am very much part Italian, so I will, I would gladly just eat a plate of cold meats and cheeses and call that a meal. Like, that's like a normal thing that oh people do. Oh, my God. Sure. I mean, yeah, I could definitely see that. You're just it's reminding plate, me. It's different. You're it's reminding different me of the day after Jeremy's wedding when he called me back <laughs> with a wedding hangover to finish his party sub, which was all that. cold deli meats. And then I got a raucous food poisoning from the experience well, while flies just, were sw- swarming around. They just left it out in the sun. That was a different experience. That's not I like a cold sandwich. I almost lost my life. Those day like, old deli meats. Yeah, you invited me to come eat it too, and I'm like, I'm not gonna eat your 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 outside food. Get out of here. Well, it's like when you get married, you have so many favors to call in. That's like, oh, I got a married married man wants me to come eat his sandwich. I better get over there. Little do I know, I'm walking into my own grave, <laughs> and you, you can see it. the flies. Yeah, 
When eating day old deli meats, dig two graves. That's a, that's a saying. I, think. I also finished a day old keg, and that was really hard for me. Because mm. it was out with the sandwiches, so and it was, it was expiring in, in time. <laughs> it was in, yeah, in your mouth. It was expiring Maybe while it was in your mouth. You should blame the, the items list and blame your GERD. Your warrior's stomach was not up to the task. I think this is the one time it wasn't my GERD, and it was just the manifestations of a heartless Italian man. (laughs) And we gotta call it what it is. If we want to be respected as journalists in our Dragon Ball podcast. Do we want to be? And that's what we want. So... (laughs) I think we've sure. covered some really important stuff this week. I haven't been up to shit ass because I'm r- working on my scripts for Thames of Maine. I haven't left my house in two weeks. They're half done. Wow. I haven't been drinking. I've just been staring at the wall and playing Elden Ring and writing horse scripts. Mazel well, tov. I'm, I'm honestly impressed by your level of focus, Alex. Honestly, that sounds fun. <laughs> That sounds like a fun time. And part of it is fun. Part yeah. of it is fun. But it's the also... Part? <laughs> is the hyperbolic time chamber fun? Yeah, I, I, I feel you. The part where my I, dad I and I took a... The hyperbolic horse chamber. <laughs> <laughs> the horse perbolic time chamber. <laughs> hey! Are you triggered by the ghost horse in Elden Ring because you've been making so much horse content? I love that horse so much, and it's really the whole game for me is being on that horse. But alas, this is not our gaming episode, so oh, I can't sorry. talk about oh, it. Oh, sure. I have, yeah, okay. And if you wanted to hear about it, you would have to go behind the paywall for only $5 a month to our exciting game time provisions, where such things as ghost horses are discussed at late. Mm-hmm. Okay. Big true. But sadly, Whoa. here in front of the paywall, all we can do is find words and define them. In this next exciting segment, this week's Marmalade Watch. This week's Marmalade Watch is a really enticing <coughs> marmalade. Oh, I gotta turn my camera off because the sun came out. Good lord, it's hot. Um, it's a really enticing marmalade. This week's submission from uh, McNyers is the word Pete. Now, what do we think that means here like in the Pete chat? Pete Moss? Did you say moss? Yeah, like, how's it yeah, spelled? Yeah, like Pete, like Pete Moss. P a a t. Yeah, P e a t. Not is... like, not like Pete Moss. No, wait, wait, not wait. How does it spell, Alex? P e a t. No yeah, moss like, this time, Hoss. That is that is how Pete Moss isn't that how it? Yes, thank you. <laughs> Why are you fucking dunking on me about something that just exists? I thought Pete Moss (laughs) was a singer in a a rock and roll band. No. Because sometimes I don't know all these fancy rock and roll singers you're bandying about. It's a a type of... Who's uh, the Fallout Boy guy? Isn't that uh, Pete something? 
Pete Wentz or something. Is that not Pete Moss? Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, Pete, it's a type of moss. Katie was right. All right, she <laughs> says it. Well, we'll see if she's right. I was agreeing with her, but we I was also confused if when she's you spelled right. it. Yeah, why, why spelled. he was being such a dick about it for no fucking I'm, Well, reason. you know what? I will be the first one to admit that I was in the wrong, and I thought we were talking about, uh, like, Mick Jagger's friend Pete Moss, but that is not <laughs> what was going on. Okay, so. It's Riddick, it's Riddick Moss. <clears throat> there's two definitions. Back up, Moss. Okay. So it's not just that thing you said. Number one is turf. So I think that's like moss. Yeah. Or yeah. Partially carbonized vegetable tissue formed by partial decomposition in water of various plants, such as mosses of the genus Phagnum. Who are you calling a Phagnum? Well, that's their word. <laughs> I don't think we can say that. Uh, we're taking that's it like... back. <laughs> I can't say it. For the peak community. But I. Yeah. No, never mind. <laughs> That's right. I put in the work to be able to make that joke for the two of you. So thank you. <laughs> so I'm just gonna. I sucked a much. I, I I did the work in the, <laughs> the pussy sucking factory to, to make a fact joke. Lay the groundwork. You the... Yeah. You're welcome, everyone. Spend the time being gay before you look up the definition of Pete. Battle heroes wear caves. Some of them eat pussy. So That's I right, guess baby. in definition yeah. one, you're right. Pete Moss. I was wrong. Thank you. Not Jesus. a rock and roll singer that I had didn't know about. Are you thinking of you're the thinking baseball of... player Pete Rose? Pete Rose. <laughs> I. It just sounds like it's a name. The and man who once got tombstoned by Kane. We're moving past the this. All-time hit record, Pete Rose. <laughs> the second definition of Pete. And this is a big uh, twist for the podcast. And this is going to affect a lot of stuff around here. It's going to affect us. Is uh, your second definition of Pete a bold and lively woman? <laughs> what? And what's it's a the, noun. It is not an adjective. What's the origin of that? Does it say? Um. Okay. How do I... How do I get more? Sometimes in some She's of the dictionaries, sometimes in Pete. dictionaries it gives you like the region of origin for something. Okay, I'm not seeing it here. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google Pete woman and She's a Pete woman. In um in Google Images to be safe. Bold and lively. That was the Pete woman. Okay. Google's showing me a lot of moss. <laughs> so that's not what I wanted to see. What is moss a bog face, woman Alex. is something people also ask. <laughs> what is a bog woman? Like a What witch? is a bog woman? Like a like a like a hag? Happy St. <laughs> Patrick's Day, by the way. Well, I know in Ireland there was a thing where they would make bog mummies. Um it- they would throw like corpses in a bog and then they'd be like, that's a way to bury a person. <laughs> I don't, nothing I is coming tradition. up for Pete woman. I it guess to finish, like this, to finish up <laughs> this segment, I'm going to read you what it says under what is a bog woman, which is that <laughs> the herald scare woman is the name given to a bog body of a woman in a bog in Jutland, Denmark. From 490 BC. Wow. What a bog. Bog woman. You're my bog woman. (laughs) 
Won't wow, you get really... in the bog with me tonight? That's my favorite Pete Moss song. Yes. Bog Woman. Yeah. So, so shaking his hips to the bog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two on the all time charts. Oh, man. You're my what? bog woman and I gotta be nice. <laughs> well, that's Marmalade Watch this week. Thanks again for writing in with the word Pete. <clears throat> Kind of um kind of a tricky one there. I didn't I didn't like that. I thought it was a rock and roll guy. Another home run segment. Another was... home run segment. Again, we do Touch have another ball. like ten marmalade watches, so we do not need more. But Can we uh, soon pause we will for two seconds so I could grab a tissue. I'm literally gonna come back. Don't yes, do the next Katie's thing. going to go grab a tissue. And while Katie grabs a tissue. It's time to move to our famous advertising segment here at Ballin' Out Super Advertising. If you would like to advertise a thing in Ballin' Out Super at Patreon.com. No, wait. I said it wrong. If you, hey there, you, would you like to do an advertisement on Ballin' Out Super for all of the highfalutin executives who listen to our program? Well, then you should send us an email at ballinoutsuper at gmail.com and then Venmo Alex $20 because that's what it costs. That order, too. And do it in that order. And then send the money because if you just send us money, we got to play detective. We're going to be confused. (laughs) We're going to be scared. Which we appreciate it. If you just want to send us money, that that is fine. We are not legally ready for trouble. (laughs) <laughs> we don't know what to do and we're scared. But if you have a product, we would like to read about it. Which is why this week's product is the Ballin' Out Super Patreon at patreon.com. Oh my god, Alex. <laughs> Good God! Good God. Look we at actually all... have a special guest here today to pitch you on the Ballin' Out Super Patreon. His name is Lawson Leong and He'd like to get a word in now about it. Yeah, you should really check out the Patreon. We uh, talk about games. <laughs> There's uh, the the hit segment, Lawson or Lyson, which is taking the world by storm, Alex and Kate. I don't know if you heard. Most popular segment in the history of Patreon by content. Storm. As, They're uh, calling it <laughs> Lawson <laughs> or Lyson. And teens across America are going crazy for Lyson. I is... do not feel safe letting my children going to school knowing that they are listening to Lyson. They start wearing trench coats and dyeing their hair black. Six 14-year-olds are dead after following Lyson's advice. <laughs> That license, he's a real, he's a real Carmen San Diego character. That guy, he's really, real. He's more of an idea, really, but and he's you know a piece what? of shit. It's you a philosophy. An, you can't kill an idea, Alex. Hey, <laughs> they live on forever. <laughs> if you like that, subscribe now. Why don't you? And that's the ad. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's I guess anime wise, we're ta- we're watching Yu-Gi-Oh. It's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, something it's you should know. It's also Yu-Gi-Oh. Before you get invested, you should know we're gonna tell you about Yu-Gi-Oh. But Yu-Gi-Oh is very silly, so I think you should do it. Honestly, I I look forward to Yu-Gi-Oh every week. 
more than anything else. I I gotta say, this week brought me back, brought me back to team. Katie's back, but we can't discuss it because right now is time to talk about flagship title property, Dragon Ball Z Kai colon the final chapters. That's right. Let's go. Let's fucking uh, go. My lips are selectively sealed. Let's fucking go. The title of this episode is Restless Foreboding (laughs) A Mysterious Warrior Appears. You guys, I am always filled with Restless Foreboding. It's my favorite AFI song, and I'm just uh, in the breeze thinking about my warrior spirit. Is that the AFI song where he's sad? Um, yeah. No, it's the other AFI song where he's sad. Oh, it's all, it was Sing of CM Punk's Ring of Honor theme. Yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> of Silver and Dragon Ball Z Kai. Yeah. Also, people keep accusing me of having resting, restless, foreboding face. Wow, that is misogyny it. to accuse Lawson. I of think that. it is. And I, you know what? Stop um, telling Lawson to smile. That's a real Lyson <laughs> move of you. Well behaved Lawsons it. rarely make history. <laughs> Restless foreboding. So, to catch y'all up, we're at the World Martial Arts Tournament. They brought it back. We thought it wouldn't come back. It's here. There's been some improvements. They decided to have a little boy fight before the main show. Go- you hoes thought it was over. Yeah. Goten and Trunks cleaned house as you do, and then Trunks won in a technicality, so he uh, quote-unquote fought Hercule. Hercule tried to save his ass by calling a spot and telling him to just tap him on the face so he can play it out like he let him win and mm-hmm. threw him into a wall. So we are opening up this week with Hercules head in the bricks and Videl being like, what the fuck? What the hell? What What in the hell? What in the hell? So can I just Hercule- say Videl in this episode the whole time does not get a word in. I mean, she does a lot of what do you mean? I truly, <laughs> my heart goes out for her this episode. She's been a little bit of a brat, but in this episode, it's the two horrifying things are happening to her at once, which I, I can't imagine how stressful it is. Is A, her worldview is crumbling. Everything she knows is a lie. Yeah. And two, the person she trusts is lying to her face boldly yeah. Literally every 10 seconds. It would be metaphorically like if she was dating Lyson. I, I, it's crazy they end up married and having a baby because I'd be like, the foundation of our friendship is nothing but lies. Yeah. I don't like, Well, that's I just how good a businessman uh, Gohan is. Literally, how could I trust you about anything ever again? <laughs> He goes to work and he gets the big presents and then he goes on a date and gets the big present. We're talking a lifetime of commitment. Gohan was our favorite baby face and he's Gohan Gaslight in this whole episode. Yeah, they should call him GG, man. Yeah, they should call him GG, practically. Yeah, that is what I fucking said. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just I thought maybe this, Irish maybe attitude. they didn't hear it. <laughs> oh, now fuck she said. <laughs> so um, Hercules ate and eaten fucking cement. And uh, but because he is a consummate professional, he immediately turns around and just starts working the crowd and no selling it. And he's like, ha ha, little fella, you got me. You won. Everyone claps and they're like, wow, he let that little boy win. He's such a great sportsman. I can't wait to watch the other fights and trunks. Being too smart for his own good is like, what the literal fuck? This guy's supposed to be the world champ. He could yeah. have just let me win. I don't understand what's happening here. Um, yeah, I mean, I understand his disappointment, but also he's still getting a fat paycheck at the end of the day. He could afford many ball announced super advertisements with that kind of payout. But Trunks doesn't even need the money. He doesn't. It's funny he's, to him. He's just there for skill. I mean, it was really kind of sweet last week where he's like, go 10. I'll give you two of my toys. I'm like, bitch, you should be like paying for everything for him. <laughs> yeah. You're the richest little boy in the world. Get him a second set of clothes. Yeah. Um. So Hercule kayfabes it to his dressing room where he immediately collapses on the floor and is like gasping for life. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess it's time to analyze Hercules' injuries from a medical perspective. He's but definitely least, concussed. <laughs> he hit that wall and broke it with his head. So yes. concussion is fair to say. Um, I would say probably a compression in the spine of some sort. Like, yeah, there's no way his neck's working right I now. I would say, like, a, bro- a few broken ribs. His jaw's got to be broken because trunks loot punched him in the jaw. I was so. about to say, the face has got to be smashed in. He's got to be wearing one of those plastic faceplate things for a while. Yeah. And and that thing where he, like, rolled around on the ground was like, I'll give it up for the little man. <laughs> yeah! That's all instinct. That's like, he could do that asleep, you know? When I That's broke like, my yeah. elbow, I was just, like, not ready to have a broken bone, so I continued to party for at least an hour, and right. so there is an adrenaline that happens where you're just like, everything is fine, little fellas. <laughs> it's like a shark attack. Anyone <laughs> yeah. who breaks like- a bone becomes Hercule for a short period of time. <laughs> the world champ? The world Give me champ. a shot. We're having fun. I'm the world champ of this gay roller rink. <laughs> Um, now there is something especially Dragon Ball about the rest of this episode where they become hyper focused on specifics of times and numbers in a way that is so fucking funny to me because they don't actually add up to a lot. Okay, so like the second half where they get into like the bracket, yes, I get that, but they give a weird amount of time to going, the announcer going, Okay, that's it for the juniors. Uh, so come back in a half an hour, which when we're going to start the main tournament, which starts at 1.40 p.m. 1.40 p.m. Goku goes, seems like a weird time to start. <laughs> <laughs> they planned it out. They want to juice every second of this exciting day, Katie. Mm-hmm. And it's then they so all go specific. eat like 10 pounds of food, which is like, I, if you're, if you're well, first, that's not good. Well, we'll get into that because I think it has to do with the 
say in spirit. Uh, so yeah. they say 140. Not to racialize them. Uh, they go to the door or something where the <laughs> monk is like, um, only people who've made the prelims can come through. And they're like, we're obviously on the list. Don't you watch the show, Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, they name check uh, the guard real quick. Everyone gives their names to see if they're on the list. And it's so fucking funny to everyone. Like, Vegeta's always so mad when he has to, like, do anything mundane. Can you imagine Vegeta, like, online at 7-Eleven or some shit, yeah. like, looking for his credit card? <laughs> like He really has a hard time with these basic things. And a lot of that could be handled by an intern that hypothetically could cause a lot of sexual tension in the Vegeta household. Now, the funniest part about this is they get to Piccolo, who is given a fake name like he's Dale Gribble from fucking King of the Hill. He's like, yes, I'm Rusty Shackleton. (laughs) Um, And it's like, I get why you wouldn't want to give your real name, but you are a nine foot tall green alien. Yes. (laughs) Wait a minute. Like, I don't think Piccolo has a social security card. Like, how are they going to find him? <laughs> I, I would love if there was like a side story of like a guy who like had a conspiracy that Piccolo was the son of the old King Piccolo who tried to take over the world. <laughs> but like, no one would wait listen a to minute. It prove it. This guy looks like that other green guy. It's yeah. like I see two green guys in history. Well, that's you know, the thing is it's actually a common misconception because when you, when you behold the green person, you're assuming that they're Piccolo, but they could not be Piccolo. They could be Rusty Shackleton. I mm. also, um, I'm sorry, Rusty Shackleford, I, re- I believe is. I name. misspoke. Uh, no, I the apologize. name he gives is uh, Ma Junior, which is Ma very Ma Junior. Um, Lawson, you make yeah. a really good point, and I think we discussed this last week. Where like everyone that lives in Dragon Ball World just has like major lead poisoning. Like nobody can remember anything that has happened in the last fifteen years. Maybe this is in the same universe as Men in Black. Like they're just it's going around be. with those flashy things. Everyone like yeah. Lawson. Alex, we have both done a lot of chemicals in our lives. We've been dropped on our heads. We've sure. done stuff. Do you guys remember the events of 9-11? <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I remember most of it. I was there. I'm just saying, I mean. like, that's the level of, like, misremembering every, like, civilian seems to have. In this I had to sneak show. all those guys into the airport in Boston. Alex Patek. <laughs> You're friends with Jake Flores. You really want to make these fucking jokes right now? I was kind of the uh... Alex. Shut up. Okay. Shut the shut your giant canker sore mouth up. I My mouth hurts so bad. Cartoon Network idiot. It hurts so bad. <laughs> Lawson is brown. We don't want to get him murdered. Oh, I remember. <laughs> Oh, shit, I guess people know that. What I was going to say is I was the short round of 9-11. That's all I was trying to say. You won the boy tournament? What does that even mean? I was kind of like a quirky sidekick character. I helped get the job done. (laughs) Dr. Bin Laden. I tossed that one guy a box cutter. No time for love. (laughs) No time for love, Dr. Bin Laden. 
<laughs> Got to destroy the towers. I can't abide by any of this. <laughs> Just a U.S. Uh, Marshal going, Kalima. Alex let all this out. He won't. So anyway, they uh, they give their names. We find out Piccolo is having regrets for being a bad man in the past or whatever. So he has a fake name. And the monk's like, oh, you're right. You are strong and cool. I'm sorry. Please come through. Just so you know, the bracket drawing is at 1.30 p.m. And Goku says, great, we have 20 minutes. Why is this? Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Um, For the folks like us, Katie, we're going to poke holes in the entire plot of this. Yeah, they so know much the podcast crazy... are keeping a tight <laughs> calendar, the play-by-plays just... on tournament day. There's so yeah. much weird shit in this episode. Uh, yeah, Krillin then is like, uh, like, do you even need to eat? You're dead. And he's like, yeah, I like to. And he goes, oh, it's cool how you uh, don't age. That's a nice trade-off for being dead. And Goku says, yeah, you could come back with me if you want. And then Krillin's like, yeah, I'd rather slit my fucking throat than continue with this commitment of fatherhood I made. <laughs> like, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, Krillin's acting out this episode. Yeah, Krillin is wild. He's really been... He's, I gotta say about Krillin. He really thinks who the fuck he is. Like, he's been rolling up with his really powerful Saiyan Namekian friends, acting like he's one of the cool guys, shitting on all the normies. It's like, bro, you're like the weakest guy. If you're, you're like, <laughs> you're the, if your friends weren't here, you you'd be talking differently, bro. Yeah, you just like. Uh, uh, I hate it when a fucking short comedian gets a hot wife, and I'm like, are you okay? Blink twice, <laughs> like. Wow, you must uh, be mad all the time. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, you know. Why not marry me instead, lady? I'm much nicer. Nice uh, so, lady. lady. Um, so, uh, meanwhile, Trunks and Goten are off on a hijink. They are sneaking around. They're peeking into a courtyard where they see a man in a hood, um, a questionable hood uh, outfit. <laughs> And uh, it's like an executioner's hood. If it was a different color, we'd be calling it something else. And uh, Trunks True. is like, okay, um, this guy got into the tournament with the adults, and he obviously sucks ass. So what if we do two little boys in a trench coat style shenanigans, and we knock him the fuck out and steal his costume? And I do love the dynamic between Trunks and Goten because Trunks is very much a like I found a cigarette I dare you to smoke it and like Goten's a baby he's like yeah. I just want to be able to play with my creepy crawlers mom said I couldn't have creepy crawlers but I got creepy crawlers now yeah, <laughs> all but, my friends uh, are dinosaurs Trunks Hi. is experiencing like early puberty and Go Goten is just along for the ride so uh you know, and Goten is like, I don't understand. Trunks goes up to the man and he goes, hey, bud, there's a hot piece of tail that wants you, but she's too shy to say hello. And he's yeah. like, all right, little boy, show me where she is. She better <laughs> you better be not be Bugs Bunny in me right now. <laughs> yeah, he literally oh, says, boy, will I be upset? He says she better be a knockout. And that's when he knocks him out 
What that mm-hmm. is it's good, good writing. That's good, good writing. I love that they they, they kind of made this guy sort of a heel before this happened to him. So you kind of feel like, yeah, good. I'm glad. Yeah, then one like, line he gets is like, I'm very particular about <laughs> yeah. breast shape. Whoa. I'm real particular, kid. She better be a, yeah, and you're like, oh, Would you guys guy. agree with me that the American voice actors were wilding out on this episode with the extras? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were yeah. doing some. Anytime there's like a crowd or like someone that's not the main cast, they are just, they're, it was casual Friday that week at Funimation. Honestly, or they did if this. anything happened this episode, it would be a perfect episode. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, the inmates. Were, I, yeah, inmates I completely were agree. I was I was having a great time. Uh, so <laughs> Trunks knocks out this adult man and uh, Goten's like, we're going to get in trouble. And he's like, nah, relax. This is like definitely going to work. They <laughs> they go uh Goten on the bottom, trunks on his shoulders. They put a costume on. It's clearly two children in a costume, which I think is very funny. Like, it doesn't fit them at all. And, like, you know, trunks is like, they're going to buy this. This is the perfect disguise. The monks come. They're like, hey, we're doing the drawing now. And they immediately run into a tree because Goten can't see where they're going. So he pokes two holes in the pants with his eyes. And it's just, it's just silly and great. I love it. Well, it's just fun. It's real Dragon Ball. I really enjoyed it. Yes, it's like real classic 80s Toriyama shit. And you're um, watching it and you're thinking, these boys are going to have a hell of a time fighting adults. Yes. I, you know, I will say this about Dragon Ball Z. We all know it's just going downhill from here. And I think the main saving grace for me usually is Trunks Goten stuff because at least mm-hmm. it's fun. Like, at least it it's enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, then we cut to a legendary scene of Vegeta rage-eating meat. And I gotta tell you, we're used to seeing Goku just slurp up noodles at insane breakneck speeds, but seeing Vegeta angrily bite into delicious food was just really doing it for me. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a sex thing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Alex. Uh, that's not what I was saying. I was just saying it was fun, but you could make it weird. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Goku makes the point that he doesn't technically need to eat because he's dead, but he just loves the food so much. He just loves it anyway, which is a very relatable situation for Goku <laughs> I to actually, be in. Actually, yeah, yeah. I was. Sure. I did that yesterday. I was so hungover all of yesterday because I got drunk in the day. Because of Irish festivities, I came back, sobered up, and then went out a second time with a different group of friends and got drunk again. So I, I, I have not done that in years. So I was legendarily hungover. And a cool thing when you're in your 30s is hungover. Hangovers have like a new thing for me now where it's not so much like a headache where it's more I feel ache in my body. Like my whole body is betrayed. And the right, your soul thing- is trying to leave. Yeah. And it turned out the only thing that could fix it was an obscene amount of like cheap Chinese food. I got like an insane amount of cheap Chinese food and I put so much hot mustard on it that like they're going to have to get another horseradish shipment from like the UK or something. And that sent me right. I laid on my stomach. I ate the whole thing and a box of Chinese donuts while Matt played Elden Ring. And that is I'm just saying. It's only it's one of the many wonders of deep asia i'm realizing i'm hungry right now 
That's why I keep talking about food so much on the show today. I think I'm going to have to order up seeing about Chinese food again. Anyway. Lord um, help me. Gohan shows up with Fidel. And they're like, oh, yeah, Trunks did great. He knocked, you know, Hercule out in one punch. And Vegeta's like, duh. And Krillin proceeds to make fun of Mr. Satan. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm sure he's like, and for my next trick, I'll run away. And Videl is like, hey, I'm right here. Now, here's something interesting we find out later. Gohan, at no given moment, told anyone that Videl is Mr. Satan's daughter. I did not know that until we get into later in the episode, but it seems like that would have been a very easy solution to his problem. You know, it's convenient. It's convenient to make Gohan the villain, but they weren't asking about his girlfriend. They have not been giving him the time of day since this tournament started. And he's just trying to have a big day on the town in kind of an awkward sitcom style situation where he's got to be an alien for his family and a stud for his GF. Yeah, because before he does that, he goes like, oh, yeah, he took a dive, quote unquote, wink, wink to the gang. And that's when Krillin makes fun of him. You know, he he looks at Fidel and he's like, haha, they're talking about a different guy we know. And he turns to Krillin and he's like, can you just like lie? Can you just be full of shit for me, please? And he's like, I love lying for pussy. I totally get it. <laughs> and then... um. Goku's like, oh, uh, Gohan, we also ordered you food. So all three Saiyans are scarfing down food while Piccolo and 18 judgmentally look at them, which I thought was very cute. And then Krillin says, oh, I guess Saiyan stomachs don't have shutoff vowels. And that's when Videl's like, what's a Saiyan? And Gohan's like, bro, I ask you to do one fucking thing. Dude, it's like Krillin's crossing so many lines, dude. It'd be like if if I was hanging out with like the rock and I was like, Samoans sure do eat or something. People would be like, what? <laughs> I feel like Krillin is doing it on that. purpose. <laughs> I feel like he's doing it on purpose. To fuck with I, I would argue that the food eating thing seems to be a cultural difference because you, you guys were like, why would they eat so much before they fight? And I guess Saiyans just, uh, yeah, they're fine do. with that. They're Italian <laughs> in yeah. this way. Yeah. Yeah. My mama loves to feed me. There was a line that was almost ignored when they're walking out from this place. And Gohan says to Videl, why didn't you eat? Are you on a diet? Yes. And then she doesn't say anything. There's no response to this. No. What is that supposed to mean? Yeah, I thought that was really fucked up. <laughs> like, I do think she's got to eat. Well, because, yeah, like no one would want to eat like before you fight. That's insane. Right, but, but it they, could be, I mean, the nature of tournaments, if these worldwide martial arts tournaments or anything like the high school wrestling tournaments I was in, you gotta take time to have a munch. It's gonna be all day. Sure. But, like, yeah, but they they ate, like, a whole restaurant's worth of food, like, five minutes before it starts to get a fight. Like, I just think Videl should maybe take a snack. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't yeah. want to get lightheaded. But, and, uh, you know, uh, there's so much pressure on women's appearances. Anyway, uh, the, the group approaches. I need to look good when I'm fighting Spopovich. <laughs> the group approaches in the road a couple of uh, not normal looking dudes. They got a purple one who's little and a big red boy. And the purple guy is floating. And Videl says, is it just me or is that guy floating? Videl? 
You nailed it. <laughs> yeah. And no one answers her, by the way. Like, they yeah. are, there's completely no sold. God, well, yeah, because, like, I mean, we're over it by this point. I feel yeah. so bad for her. She keeps trying to have conversations with people, and they're just talking about her to other people in yeah. front of her face. They're just like, yeah. yeah, yeah, watch Dragon Ball Z, why don't you? <laughs> and then talk to me. <laughs> Little, uh, our purple pal flies over to him, you know. I mean, I forgot how much in Dragon Ball Super they just took characters that already existed and just, like, duplicated them. <laughs> Like that, they just took this guy and they're like, his name's Zamasu now. How you like that, bitch? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Supreme Kai, as a spoiler, if you haven't seen Dragon Ball Z and only listen to our podcast, I know that's like five of you. The little purple guy is named Supreme Kai. He's in charge of time and space in the universe. Mm -hmm. He. They introduce him as this imposing figure and then just fucking drop the ball on the ground. He doesn't do shit again ever for the rest of the show. Which seems like a missed that. opportunity. I know yeah. he's like he's like introduced as such a important character. And then in Super, there was so many opportunities to reinstate them, and they're like, we just rather make more characters. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, Supreme Kai, one of the many, like, you know, comes out of the gates hot, but like is is a jobber. The funniest <laughs> like immediately, not like eventually, like immediately. The like, scene they introduce him in, they do this thing where they play eerie music, and then he's like, Hello, Goku. It is yeah. my privilege to meet you. You Ooh. think he's gonna be the top heel of the entire arc? Yeah. Why yeah. don't you shake my hand? You would have to be strong to do that. And then the twist is like, yeah, he's just really nice. Yeah, yeah, because he smiles evilly during this interaction. You're like, he's up to no good. And it's like, you know, when you're like, so (laughs) I feel like certain people who have traumatic experiences are very sus of people. So you don't know how to read them. So this is like an emotional POV of a bunch of distrustful men. (laughs) And Sans. Yeah. The other reason that they POV make... is my favorite porn category. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the the other reason that you really think these guys might be bad guys, besides the music and the scary smile, is is the classic trope of is a big guy, but the small guy who does all the talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They like, also make a good point. You know, Piccolo is like, these guys clearly aren't from here. And I'm like, wow, you're really internalizing some stuff. But okay. Uh, They're not from around here, huh? They're like, if they came from space, like, why would they want to come to this, like, rinky-dink martial arts tournament? Like, money means nothing to them. And then Videl says to Gohan, what's with all the sci-fi talk? And Gohan's like, oh, Piccolo's stupid. (laughs) <laughs> he literally says ah. he says he's not playing with a full deck and piccolo's like what the fuck he basically the calls way? piccolo the r word essentially yeah, in so yeah, many words yeah it was really fucked up and you don't have to be mad at us because gohan said it gohan he said didn't it. say by the it. way as i like to bring up all the time supposed to be the top baby face of the show now gohan <laughs> really not Okay, not okay. <laughs> not cool, Gohan. Not okay to do. Try, first of all, and Piccolo hears it because he's got super ear. Like, he can it. hear anything. He can That's break your, any camera. 
That's your real dad, Gohan. Show some fucking respect. And you're yeah, lying and to like, women. It's so fucked up. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So All right, they... Joss Whedon. Gohan Whedon. <laughs> Gohan Whedon, we call him. Um, the Z Boys arrived for the bracket drawing. Now, I apologize for my next breakdown, but it's just a lot of numbers and names. So let's go. Let's uh, go. Mr. Satan has punked out because he's dying of a concussion. So um, he's not there for the drawing. And then Krillin prays to uh, somebody that he's not put up against his friends because it's the only way he'll ever move forward, which honestly I get. Krillin uh, needs $20. So uh, Goku is looking at the crowd and he notices amongst uh, the normal contestants and the two scary aliens, there seems to just be a bunch of skinheads who've all gotten the same tattoo. And he's like, weird. <laughs> wonder what that m is that can't be anything m is Damn. for my white race <laughs> <laughs> they were attacked by moldavort he also <laughs> notices his son in a trench coat and he's like look at that guy he's shaped like a pear and i'm like so am i bitch rude he goes <laughs> yeah. he goes he goes literally i never seen a man shaped like a pear before yeah. and i go what about a woman go what of a woman one of the shape of a woman. Okay. Uh, so. I love that girl that they'll talk about me. Shape of a woman. First, they're like, all right, we're going to start doing the draw. First up is Killa. 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 I appreciate the voice actors trying to do some retcon because Killa <laughs> is a. Wow. Uh, black stereotype, but they just give him a normal's voice because I'm sure they're like, well, we, we got to do something. Hi, I'm killer. I could be any kind of guy. Yeah. I was hoping, then, I was hoping <laughs> it was going to be Gohan's best friend. I'm he, from Minnesota. I'm killer. And then he <laughs> draws uh, his number. He is number 14. And then they show you how this works where the guy announces it he says it on the radio a bunch of monks talk to each other and then they write it on the board for everyone to see in the crowd and the voice actors are really having some fun with this one they're like oh, oh killa killa why oh, you spelled that with an ilh what is that another important <laughs> thing about killa he is as is very common in this tournament a black guy from mike tyson's punch out yes <laughs> They are all over the place. Yes. <laughs> they've escaped yeah. the game and they've invaded Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I, this is a comment I'm putting on the side just for Lawson. Alex, you, you don't, you're not going to know what I'm My saying. My lips why, are sealed. Why aren't people making hook signs with him dressed up as Little Mac? Because that's all I see when he, oh. ever, he walks to the ring. I'm like, look it's at this. It's, it's, that's coming. That's I'm coming, always like, probably. fuck boy, little Mac on the scene. Let's go. Yeah. All right. So uh, then we get uh, Kabito turns out is the big red alien guy. He has number seven. Great. Oh. Krillin gets. Wait. Can I just say, because there again are people who just listen to our show. Yes. Kabito, please. he's pink. He's oh, big. But unlike many other villains in the show who are introduced or new exciting characters, he's a grandpa. He's a grandpa alien. He's got a stern jaw. Yeah. And yes. everyone's looking he's... at him like, this is going to be trouble. And he's so big. And why is his friend so small? Menacing. Mm -hmm. 
Did Krillin. he steal his size? Krillin is <laughs> mm-hmm. next, and he gets number one, which means he's the first match of the whole thing. Perdicker. Next is Gohan, a.k.a. Great Saiyan Man, which once again, Videl, I know you don't know what a Saiyan is, but you know that Gohan goes by Great Saiyan Man. Are we not at least starting to do a crazy wall here? Come on, girl. Mm. <laughs> Um, he gets eight, so that means he's fighting Kabito. Then, uh, yeah, Goku goes up to him. He's like, something tells me you got to keep your guard up with that one. It's like, is it because he's a nine foot tall red alien? (laughs) Next up is 18, and they try to dead name her some shit where they're like, 18, you're, you sure you don't have like a different name? And she's like, that is my fucking name, you bitch. I don't know. I don't understand why. Okay, so she was a robot <laughs> right. who, who was captured by Dr. Giroux and turned into an android. She was a person yes. before. Yes. You'd think. She doesn't, she doesn't think. know what her name is. She's I, I, always yes. been, because she was reborn as 18. She has, like, no sure. prior memory. Okay, sure, okay. but Katie, Katie, if you were named no. number 18 by a guy who turned you into a robot, would you maybe not want to reclaim a little bit of... <laughs> and maybe no, I... your entire life as 18 is murdering cities of people I at guess, will. I, I would like to argue that she doesn't regret anything. <laughs> she, no, she and clearly then, doesn't. She I doesn't think she looks back on it fondly. So I think that's why she she's just does. like... Well, this 18 technically never actually like murdered anybody. This one. Right. I just the, the future thought, Trump's one did. I yeah. always thought she looked like a Jennifer. Yeah, I could see that. Or later on, we meet someone that looks exactly like her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she she's like, I'm 18. She uh, she throws the ball at the guy angrily. So she's got slot number nine. Now we find out little purple Supreme Kai little buddy's first name is Shan. And he's number three. And Goku's like, Shan, huh? Never heard of that. I'm like, why is that weirder than anything fucking else that's happening? Why is that bitch? weird, Goku? Yeah, you dead weird. bitch. Yeah. You have a little halo above your head. His name's Shin. That's bizarre. Oh, wait. I actually have insight into this. Okay, so Shin is Onyomi for God in Japanese. <laughs> oh, well, that is useful. So it's okay. not Kami. It's like if you saw the, the kanji as part of a longer word, it could be Shin. And so it mm. implies maybe the purple guy is God. You know what? You're starting to sound like my partner who dragged me to the parade. He knows a little bit of Japanese from just like watching too much anime. And he started giving me those sorts of explanations. And I'm like, sometimes I just don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's... <laughs> I like to consider it the luck of the Irish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's really cute, the enthusiasm. So I never shut it down. But I'm like, all right. <laughs> Um, so, uh, what's next? Right. Trunks and Gohan in their little boys in a trench coat, uh, motif, uh, realize they never got the name of the man they brutalized and knocked out. So they hear someone are now asking for Spopovich, the r- Russian menace, I guess. And they just assume it's them. Cause no one's like responding to it. Yeah. But then of course it turned that when they go up there, the announcer's like, your name is uh mighty, mighty mask. mask say his and name mighty mask not to be confused with mighty max and he's very particular and or mighty uh, mouse 
a big man with the Majin symbol on his head is like, get the fuck out of my way. I'm Spofovich. And the announcer's like, Spofovich, Spofovich. you changed so much since I last seen you. And he's like, yes, it's called Russian steroids. (laughs) (sighs) Majin. Yeah, he's very veiny and um, vascular. He's been banned. He's daddy is what I'm saying. Oh, not mine. Uh, That's my daddy. (laughs) Next, we have beloved champion Jewel. Jewel. Is Jewel your daddy? (laughs) Jewel is literally Android 18 gender swap. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very beautiful. Actually, yeah. Android 18 is my daddy. I will take her as is. But uh, but Jewel... What a cruel daddy to have. He is number 16. And man, do the people love Jewel. Uh, everyone in the audience is like, Jewel, he's my guy. He's from where I'm from. We're both Billy Joel fans or whatever. I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not the that? girl you're taking home. Why are you singing Robin? Oh, I thought that was Jewel. I get them confused. No. They're, they're very different. They're, they're very the same person to me. <laughs> um, Chi Chi screams about Goku not being on the board yet because she needs money. Okay. Goku pulls number 11 and he's like, wonder who I'll fight. Videl is next, and she pulls number five, and she's like, shouldn't my dad be in charge of this? And he's like, he had to go lay down, and that is the moment where everyone's like, Videl is Mr. Satan's daughter, and Gokhan is like, yes, and I feel like this should have been a conversation five episodes ago. This should have been the first thing that came up when he was like, please don't talk about being aliens in front of her. That would have shut it down immediately. I'm sorry. I'm looking up what songs Jules made. Oh my that god! She does the one like "Work a save yourself, a scuba dooba doo." That one. Oh, that one. Yeah. I love that one. She has a song with Rob. She was opening for Rob Thomas in 2006. Pretty good. Good for her. Good for her. Um, Krillin then says to Gohan, like. I know you want to get balls deep in that, so let me work my magic, and you'll be fucking on a beach of Hawaii in no time. So gross. And I'm just like, Krillin, who asked you? Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, Krillin. Nobody also, did. I like how Krillin gets married and then suddenly thinks he knows anything about pulling Snatch. Like, it's so weird. I mean, he did get with 18, yeah. in fairness. Um, Way out of his league. That's always been his character. Like, when he was... <laughs> Kid, I liked Kid Krillin a lot before oh, we yeah. learned to hate him, and he was always like a little, little shit. He's like George from Seinfeld. Yes! Sort of. <laughs> yeah, that's a good comp, actually. His girlfriends are always way better looking than him. Um, And then, uh, some guy pulls number two. I didn't get his name. He's a He looks like a genie. Um, like a stereotype, except he is a brown man who is very large, and he's like... Oh. Wasn't this your favorite guy, Alex? Isn't this? Oh, Pintar? Pintar. Yeah, it's Pintar. It's Pintar, right? You forgot Pintar? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't his, write his name down. He had, he had the T-Rex uh, stomps. Yeah, Pintar isn't afraid That's to do some work. accent work. You gotta give it up for Pintar. 
What would you call that accent? Um, it's a white Indian. Indian It dabbles in being Indian, but is like Eastern European. European Indian. Yeah, it's a lot of rolling R's. Like you challenge Pintar. He is like a huge guy, and he goes up to talk shit to Krillin because Krillin is so small, and he's like, "I'm gonna." kill you or whatever and krillin calls him a chatty kathy yikes not a good look krillin and if i was android 18 i'd be like baby i need you to work on your shit talking because this is very embarrassing for me Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of you could call him a pear-shaped guy (sighs) why don't you aim for his pear shape and at this point, guess who pulls number 12, which means they're gonna fight Goku? Vegeta! <gasps> oh shit! Oh fuck! Oh shit! Oh fuck! It's Vegeta! He, just like he planned, perfect, me and Kakarot, just like I wanted. Oh shit! Oh fuck! Vegeta's gonna fight Goku! Tune in next week to Dragon Ball Z Kai! This is the only thing that happened this episode, was <laughs> Vegeta pulling a number out. That was the one to fight Goku. Well, we got to meet Pintar. Okay, yeah, and also the kids got they they mask they took the mask guy. Big hype for Pintar. Big hype for Spopovich. Mm-hmm. Big things coming. Spopovich. They steroided out in man. Oh, we also neglected to mention there. Spopovich has a friend who looks just like him, but is smaller. Yes. And we don't get his name, and no one remembers who he is, so you can honestly just forget he exists. Yeah, that's fine, yeah. I mean, maybe it's part of his gimmick. You just want to always carry a guy who looks like you, but smaller around. I, that's what you know? I always do, yeah. Yeah. Especially the tournaments. Gets in the opponent's heads. It gets in their heads. Well, <laughs> that's it for this episode. Hey, let's write a review! That's a good point. Alex Patak, let's go. Oh my gosh, what fun. I never thought that you could have so much fun at the movies these days with cancel culture being what it is, but uh, I loved Pintar. <laughs> I loved Killa and Spopovich and Kabito and all the new fun characters we meet, and I liked Trunks committing an assault on an unsuspecting man and kind of us making it think it was his fault for getting knocked unconscious. So all of those were fun. There were no beams and no fighting. So I'm going to give it overall a four out of seven. Just a fun filler episode. Lawson Leong. Yeah, I got to agree with my compadre that this is a perfect episode where nothing happened. Claro. Uh, I mean, my favorite part was the guy going like, I'm very particular right before (laughs) Trucks knocked them out. What a weird detail to throw in like, we're never going to see this guy again. Like That's all we're ever going to know about. You're never going to see him again. The show is, wants you to think, good. That guy's particular about... Get him out of here. The female form, I guess. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Four out of seven. Also because of... Uh, <laughs> I also enjoyed the Pintar Krillin stuff. That was, that was fun. Four out of seven. The show overall loves Pintar. More Pintar, please. Wow, thank you so much for asking me what I would rate and review this episode, fellas. Um, I would give this a... I almost want to give it a 6 out of 7 because I enjoyed it so much. I love two boys in a trench coat action. I love aggressive food eating. 
I, I wish I could eat the anime food all the time to the point that maybe during the break I ordered food because I couldn't stop thinking about the fucking anime food. And you dockyard dog. Yeah, this is like my favorite kind of filler. I, I genuinely enjoyed it. So five out of seven. That's a pretty good number. We all got around the same number today. I almost want to give it a six. Is that too high? Don't. Too crazy? Okay, I'll give it a five. Katie, don't. I didn't. I didn't. I won't. Do it, you coward. Okay. Okay. Now, because we've done so much time, here's a very fast dragon mail. Play the music. It's time for dragon mail. Give me some of that dragon This week's email comes from listener Maria, and she asks, what are your top 10 animal betrayals and why is Katie leaving Al Bummer on Giant Bomb the number one? Okay. Animal Uh, betrayals? Um, 10 anime betrayals. You said animals. No, I didn't. Lawson. We both heard animals. I would know if I said animal betrayals. That's not what it... Well, that's not what the email says. The email says anime betrayals. Okay. Uh, Well, okay. Um, I left Albumer because I, at the time, was offered a real full-time job, and I only have so much brain width to do podcasting, so I didn't really need to be doing that. And then, as you guys all know, the job didn't work out, so now I'm just unemployed and not doing anything. Uh, so. So the real betrayal is... Those people my, who fired Katie. <laughs> my top 10 anime betrayals is capitalism. <laughs> the <Okay>. American dream. <laughs> we still have nine more to fill out. The um, lie of the 90s. Uh, <laughs> 9-11. 9-11 is a big one. Okay, yeah. so what's that? We got. We did like four. Um, uh, um, Sasuke. <laughs> Yeah, Sasuke. That that was that was one. When Krillin tries to steal Videl for himself, I think that was a pretty big anime betrayal. <laughs> pretty big betrayal. It's not like super obvious watching the show, but reading between the lines of watching it back, you can kind of tell where he's headed with it, and that mm-hmm. he keeps r- rubbing his fingers and keeps going like "gonna get these sticky" and stuff like that, and it's just gross. And that's why um, I put that one at number eight. Tagashi not finishing. Uh, you Haga show, and then also Tagashi not finishing Hunter Hunter. Okay, those yes. are two two separate be- entries. Uh, anime, but betra- <laughs> those aren't animal betrayals. No. The thing is, I'm realizing I actually don't watch a lot of anime with betrayals, and I know this is like <laughs> a top like stereotype of anime, but I don't yeah. watch. It's not like my lane as much. Betrayals don't really avail themselves to female listeners as much. Well, I guess so. I do watch a lot of anime from like the eighties, and like what? there's a lot in there. So uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like original Gundam stuff and and like shit like that. When like, the fist Alex... of the North Star punches that guy, that's kind of a betrayal. Yeah, <laughs> he betrayed his life. When Onizuka um, doesn't sleep with that sixteen-year-old. That's not what I'm talking. About. I'm talking about like Legend of the Galactic Heroes stuff, but there's so oh, much yeah. like. Honestly, I love betrayals. I can't list just one betrayal. I'm addicted to betrayals, and that's mostly why I'm here, to be honest. When uh, Capone Bayes tried to assassinate Big Mom, that was a betrayal. 
Let's push ourselves for one more. Um, um, well, the betrayal of self trying to monetize your hobbies is pretty bad, and that's why I left El Bummer. <laughs> unforgivable! It turns out it's more fun to just do stuff like after work than freestyle work more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Maria, I hope that answered your question and you sent this email a while ago. So thank you for that. Uh, in the meantime, here on March 7th, 2022, what are our goddamn plugs? Here's the train. Well, uh, you can find me on Sakami 89. You can find uh, Talking Naruto, Shippuden, and Your Drunk DM, wherever podcasts are found. You can follow Talking Naruto at T Naruto Podcast on Twitter and uh, also YouTube.com slash Lost Leon. Awesome. Alex. It's kind of funny to talk about how I can hear a train for plugs as a uh, ambulance drones on off. in the background of my track and I can't ignore it, but uh, the plug ambulance this week come to paid protest March 18th to support the housing working group, New York city DSA. I'll have five hot new minutes for the show. Like Let's I do go. every month. No condom, five new minutes. Ew. Oh my God. Well, there isn't. <laughs> I guess so. It'd be weird if you wore a condom. To do it would be up. weird if there was. And I'm on Twitter at Patak Test Kitchen with, with all of your exciting updates and flavors. And that's it for me. Alex Patak Raw. Sorry. Yeah. Like you Eddie can Murphy. Find me on Twitter at Katie Rose. Enjoy me spam tweeting every time AEW comes on and not much else. And as always, please sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash BOSpod. It has been so great to have you here. See you next week. Balling out. Super! Super.